Hello, this podcast is sponsored by Now Alchemy. Now Alchemy is an amazing company that has formulated the most powerful substance in our body that was taken way back in the Egyptian era known as the food of the gods. Not only does it bring in balance, happiness, and increase your intuition, it decalcifies your pineal gland, which opens up your third eye and increases your light body, allowing your consciousness and your awareness to be open and aware of everything that is going on. The high-level mineral source, which we need today on our planet, is so important. With the fact that the earth itself has been overturned so many times with all of the farming industries, that we do not have access to the rich ormus that is available in this planet. And thanks to now alchemy, we do. We now have the sustenance that our body needs that is brought in from the Himalayan mountains and the Dead Sea. Ormus, which is powerful energy source that moves through your body and brings together a whole synthesis of information to every part of your body. By bringing this mineral source, you are nourishing your body at a cellular level. I love the company for what it stands for and its ethics. And it has been a sponsor of Ancient Wisdom Today podcast since the beginning. And that's why I always ask the tribe to support the sponsors who are sponsoring this show because I go through each of the sponsors with strong ethics and integrity to make sure that whatever they are bringing forth is in align to the planet and into you and for all of us so that we can grow and have health and wellness in our lives. Ormus's company spends a lot of time with advanced scientists, naturopaths, and doctors and herbalists to formulate a sourcing technique that brings in the highest quality of organic ingredients from the most mysterious and desolate countries in order to bring the magic in the bottle, which is Ormus. Now alchemy is not just for health and wellness community, but for all people seeking to become their greatest version of themselves. And I've been taking this product for many months, and it has been such an addition to my shamanic love that I bring to the world. And how I bring love into the lives of people is by keeping myself healthy and happy and lifted and shifted. By bringing the highest source of minerals in my body, I am able to hold a high vibration of energy and light when doing healing work or when I'm speaking to large groups of people and when I'm here lit and doing Ancient Wisdom Today podcasts. So I invite you to experience the amazingness of Ormus. They have so many powerful selections that you can choose from, from 24 karat gold Ormus to Shilajit to nano-enhanced CBD to Elysium, each bringing a different blend of energy to your body. And I honestly say that this company is really changing the lives of people. Ever since I've mentioned them and shared them with all of the people in the tribe, I've been getting letters and letters of people's lives that have been changing. And not to mention the fact that those who have had suffered so many times from PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, confusion, fog brain, and all of these other symptoms that have been plaguing us because of the onslaught of aggressive energies on our planet, by taking Ormus, these things are cleared, neutralized, and allowing you to have more balance and groundedness in who you are, as well as enhancing your mind so that you're able to think clearly and have a stronger focus. You can get Ormus by contacting www.nowalchemy.com 
That's www.nowalchemy.com. And if you use the code SHAMAN, you'll get 11% off every purchase you make. I'm so happy, tribe, that we are putting beautiful things in our body because putting beautiful things in our body is putting beautiful things in our mind and our spirit. And that allows us to shine and radiate our truth in this world as leaders. I love you. Enjoy the share. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a sixth generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hi, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And if anyone hasn't told you what a divine, beautiful, creative, inspirational being you are, and that you're loved, let me be the first to tell you. Because you are part of the Liddy Committee. You are part of beings who've chose to come to earth at this time and be able to stand in the position of love for the sake of love. That means you're here to leave legacy and you're here to inspire delight and bring awe to everyone in your community so that we can be the most lit up beings possible. And what does it mean to be lit? It means light intelligence. It means the intelligence that is moving us forward in our evolution and for our planet. And I'm so excited because I have an amazing guest who's with us today on Ancient Wisdom to share her knowledge, her wisdom, her love, her passion, and her own personal journey into that discovery of what it means for her to stand in that space of leaving legacy on planet Earth. She is the creator and founder of Living Holy and Attune, which a lot of you still have time. I'm going to be speaking at Attune with some of the most amazing people, such as Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, Gabrielle Bernstein, and so many people, Light Watkins. I mean, the list goes on. And it's going to be lit. So if you haven't got your tickets, you've got to get involved with this because what she's created is a real platform for real talk and real discovery for the soul, for the body, and for the entire planet. And this is what it's about. She holds a master's degree in spiritual psychology with a concentration in consciousness, health, and healing from the University of Santa Monica, a bachelor's degree from the University of Alabama, and a certification from the Optimum Health Institute Holistic Healing Program. She is what we call a well-rounded woman who is here to lead us to our greatest self so we can live our best life. Welcome to the share. Hi, Jenny. Hello. Thank you. Beautiful introduction. I'm honored to be here today. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny Emblem. It's an honor to have you here um, with us in today's share for Ancient Wisdom today. So I want to go straight in. I want to go to like your journey here on earth. Okay. You're this little girl. Um, Mm. What are you experiencing, you know, that, that led you to understanding yourself in self-actualization to, to create what you've created today? Yeah, well, I mean, you said it. I, you know, I went to college in Alabama, so I was born and raised in Alabama, which is a very conservative 
part of the country. And that's, you know, my family and my lineage. And I find as I look back and really track that, you know, for most of my life, I was really kind of navigating that path because I'm not conservative. I have always been very, um, you know, progressive in my thinking and wanting to make change in the world and just do things differently. And that's something my parents would, you know, very much vouch for today. Uh, so that was an interesting path for me, you know, kind of growing up there. I love the culture of the South. Um, and one of the reasons we're doing a tune in the South is because of all of this. Uh, but it has been an interesting journey to really come out of that and really honor my essence and honor my soul's journey, which has been a lot of really tuning into you know, my soul's resonance and what I'm here to do on this planet. And one of my teachers told me once, you know, of course you're from the South. You've had to go through all of that and really find your way so that you can stand up and be that light and be that um, person that really advocates for the change that we're all seeing that's occurring currently. So, you know, it's just been a big part of my childhood. And then of course, you know, as I continued to grow and then I had a health scare in 2012, which was a real pivotal moment for me. I was at, at the University of Santa Monica getting my master's degree, which was no surprise because, you know, I was in a very transformational experience and had this health scare come up. And, you know, my parents wanted me to go a very Western route. And that just did not feel like the best option for me at the time. Um, I just really, you know, listened to my intuition, did my research, talked with friends, found the Optimum Health Institute, and went there. And I remember going there, they're driving to the Optimum Health Institute in San Diego, thinking, I don't know why I'm going here. No one's really supportive of me this choice. My parents, my brother, they all thought I was crazy actually for going this direction. But I just knew that's where I was being led. So I went there and I ended up living there for four months and really making massive change in my life. And my health you know, definitely showed the results. I was able to clear this pre-cancerous tumor in my body through this very progressive route and just shift my lifestyle 180 degrees. And that's really, I believe what my soul was asking for was just a real shift. And I wasn't really able to do that for myself otherwise. So this, you know, I believe that health opportunities, which is what I call them now, are ways to really, you know, kind of redirect us, course correct us. And that's what happened for me. Luckily, I listened and really went all in at that time and had the support of my community with the University of Santa Monica and the skills I was learning then and just really went for it. And that is how I started Living Holy, which is the company you know that is creating a tune. And I started Living Holy right after coming back to Los Angeles after being, you know, in that um, <laughs> incubator for four months, and just wanted to really bring this education, inspiration, and the tools for people to live a more conscious life, but doing it in a really fun, cool, and also accessible way. So through live events, through our platform online, and then now this big event called Attune. Um, 
in November. So it's been a real journey of just tuning in and listening to myself and my intuition um, and, and really staying committed to that. Um, which has, I mean, we all know this, it's not easy. There's so many moments of, of doubt and questioning and the distractions and temptations and the old patterns and programming and stories, but it, it was so clear for me that I needed to follow this pathway and, and it really has supported me in massive change. And then I also ended up getting pregnant six months later after I got home to LA and I have a little daughter, you know, because of the way that I shifted my lifestyle and she's the biggest gift I've received in this lifetime. So just so many things came from that choice and that has really driven me. Every and continues to drive the way I eat, the way I practice, what I do every morning before I even turn on any of my technology and just how I live my life. So, you know, I want to go into that a little bit uh, because it's an extraordinary, amazing story that you just told, which is, you know, it's, and it's so true in what's happening right now on the planet. And I call it the sink, the sink or swim moment where it is pivotal in our lives where something happens and it's like you have a choice to either, you know, to, you know, press forward in really going through whatever you need to go through to go through discovery of yourself so that you can mm. change the circumstances for the better. Whereas right now on the planet, we, you know, in shamanism, we call this time the blackout period or the time of darkness where everything that's magnetically has not been brought through the lens of love for the sake of love is being brought up for each individual on a both individual level and a collective level to deal with the the energies and the consciousness and the thoughts and the emotions and everything, even the way we construct our system to support it for the human species, as well as for the animal species and as well as for the nature um, mm -hmm. beings, such as the plants and minerals and so forth. And so what do, what do you feel? You were in Alabama and, you know, you didn't just wake up and go, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to become, I'm going to go to Santa Monica and do all these things. There, you know, and there's an old uh, understanding that my elders used to always say to me. And they would say, when you get tired of it, Dirk, when you get sick of it, when it bothers you so much is when you're going to step into leadership. And it's the same for Martin Luther King. It was the same for Helen Keller. It's the same for every person, including Mandela, to be able mm. to step into a position of leadership and create something that pours into the vessels of people doesn't just come from waking up in the morning off your pillow and deciding I want to go to school. It comes from something that you saw in society or something that you experienced in life and conditions that made you aware that something is not right. What was that? Well, you know, I... I the Alabama, the South, that upbringing, you know, again, I have total respect for that. But I also would have to mention that I was in the fashion industry for 15 years before I went to the University of Santa Monica. So, you know, I lived in Dallas and worked for Neiman Marcus. I lived in Aspen. And that's when I, there was a moment, I remember a very pivotal moment in Aspen after working there for eight years. And just, it just felt like, there was more for me to do. 
in this lifetime. There was more that I need to contribute. And to your point, I mean, I think with my family, it just wasn't resonating. Like some of the beliefs that I was carrying with me just weren't serving me anymore. So it just became clear that I wanted to do something different. And that's when I looked into going to school and got accepted. And that's a whole journey in itself. But yeah, there was just no knowing inside myself. Like I want to contribute more. I want to do things differently. And I just know that that's part of my role here. Right. But I want to go into it a little bit more okay. because see, in ancient wisdom, we cut out all the bullshit, right? Okay. So we're not into like, I came to this purpose and blah, 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 blah. Like we don't, right. we, 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 that's, that's not how we're going to teach leaders to become leaders, right? To make more leaders and to, for all of us to rise and not be taken out one by one by the system, but, but, you know, to stand and really cre- uh, course correct this planet towards a higher vibrational frequency, right? And so, in order for that to happen, we have to be willing to share mm. that pivotal thing that you saw because you saw something. I know you did. And I know you saw something because there's no way that you could have created everything that you've created, gathered all these powerful people such as myself and, and so many other people who are showing up at a tune and everything else that you've done that I, that I know you've done in the world. You didn't just get there just because you wanted to wake up and you saw, okay, there's some different points of views and so forth. There's something you saw that the universe showed you, that the creator showed you, that God showed you that was so appointment uh, driven by source that you had to see it in order to look at what your life was and realize that that is not who I am and that is not why I came here. Tell us what that is. Well, I mean, the first thing that's coming up is just seeing so many people healing at the Optimum Health Institute. So that's where I was for four months. And really, I mean, just to get straight to the point, like seeing kind of the, the what we're being told in the Western model and kind of what our bodies and our minds are actually capable of doing in terms of healing and just wanting to educate people on like empowering them to heal and not kind of be at the mercy of doctors. I mean, I hate to say that because my brother's a doctor, my dentist, like Look, all I have their, respect. you know, they, this is like a, yeah, it's a huge breaking out of that model for me. So there is, like you said, I'm kind of, I was sugarcoating it, but honestly, there was just a point when I was like, this is bullshit. Like we're being okay, here we go. Kind of here we go. Here we go. Told one thing. <laughs> yeah, we're being told <laughs> one thing. And a lot of people are, I think, under this like hypnosis of doctors, their God, whatever they say I'm gonna do. I have this thing to do that. And it is very fear-driven and it's Bullshit, you know? I mean, there's so many other ways to get to a solution. In fact, we have to get to the root of the issue by doing, you know, the band aid version. It's just going to keep showing up energetically in our bodies. Mm, so it was like, yes. I, yeah, I mean, I think where I, where this is, came from, I mean, I was at the University of Santa Monica, and a lot of that work is 
what's underneath that? What's underneath that? You know, if you have this thing going on with your ovary on the right side, what's underneath that? Like, this is not about just removing the ovary and thinking it's going to go away. It's doing the deeper work and understanding where that connection is within your mind, your body, all of the things and like going deeper. And I just believe, and I've seen, you know, so many people just buy into the society, the, 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 it's really heartbreaking. The, the Western model, whether it's, I mean, honestly, I, I, I very, I hesitate because I don't want to get like taken down. So we don't want, so we don't want to hesitate. We don't want to hesitate. What we want to do is bring perspective because yeah. I, there's a lot okay. of doctors who who come to the share to listen here on ancient wisdom a lot of okay, doctors great. a lot a lot of brain surgeons yeah. surgeons all kinds of people doctors are listening right now the thing yeah. is we're not discrediting them what we're saying is is that if you place yourself as a god above the people instead of uh, removing yourself from the act of discovery and understanding because that's what's happened is that allopathic medicine says okay this is how it is this is the way it is. We're going to cut it. We're going to compartmentalize it. We're going to separate it. And if you do anything else, it's considered woo-woo and it's not okay and you right. shouldn't do it and it's going to risk your health. But the, the, the formula of that is utilize... In shamanism, the way we say is utilize every available resource on the planet to get yourself healed. Every resource. So yeah. we're, not, we're not saying anything bad about the doctors. I want you to speak freely here because that's why you're here. If you're on Ancient Wisdom, it's yeah. because the, the team saw that you are a voice for the people who are going to speak the truth because that's what Ancient Wisdom is about. We don't, we don't sugarcoat here, okay? We are going to tell it like <laughs> it is because, right, right? because people right now need that right now. We've sugarcoated so many yeah. times in the past and look at where it's gotten us, through crystals and burning sage and everyone thinks, you know, finding their animals... Spirit is the key to salvation. You know, we have yeah. to move beyond those narratives and get into the nitty gritty of truth to 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 bring redemption, to bring proclamation of newness on our planet. So yeah. I want you to get raw. You know what I mean? Because that's where you're. That's where you get yeah. lit. You don't get lit by saying sugarcoating statements. You get lit. You know, as I always tell, tell people, it's like you want to. I go. You know, I go. Uh, be people pleasing gets you an apple pie. Being truthful <laughs> gets you the kingdom, right? Yeah. And so this is so that's what I'm yeah, digging absolutely. for, like with you today. It's like I want no, you to I be this, like this is, because yeah. Jenny, you are a pioneer, babe. Okay, you can't yeah. like you can't not tell people. You have to stand in front of thousands and thousands of people and tell them the truth. We've been lied to. We have been hitting yeah. information. I your journey in itself is a proclamation to God for you to stand in that positioning. Yeah. That's why you're here oh, yeah. with ancient wisdom and the share. So that's why I want to hear what you really feel, babe, because you're a powerful woman and we need to hear your voice. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this feels like a huge part of the message of why of why I'm here to share, you know, the truth. You know, and I do get really fired up about this because when I allow myself to be honest about it, I think, you know. I've had to really navigate with, because I still go to Western doctors. Like you said, I utilize all my resources. You know, I still have an oncologist that I go see and get checked every three months to make sure I'm okay. But I found an oncologist that actually, you know, understands my beliefs. 
because the oncologist, you know, in 2012 told me, I don't care what you're doing, the green juice thing, the alkalizing your body, that's bullshit. There's no way that works. And I was like, but it has worked. Like you're seeing results. So the fact that you're telling me this doesn't work and you're not willing to share it with your patients is disturbing. So there, you know, I have, there is a lot of emotion for me around, you know, those kind of doctors that aren't willing to open up to the possibility that there are other ways because they're not healing patients. It's kind of a death sentence, honestly, with what they end up prescribing to people. So my intention is to support people and being underneath the issue. What is that connected to? Where are you having that issue? What's the root of that? And, and doing the work because that for me has been the most healing part of my journey. I mean, that's why we're here and we're here to heal. That's what, you know, so when there are things that come up to do the work is part of it. And so to bypass it gets us nowhere. So I, yeah, I mean, there's so many pieces about this that I feel so strongly about even my child, you know, I mean, it starts with like children and like how they're, you know, how doctors relate to them and the things that they want them to get done to them. And I'm just it, like, it's crazy. So, I mean, I just, I, I really want people to know that there's another option and most of your audience I'm sure already knows this, but like to really advocate for themselves because that's what it takes. I mean, I had to stand my ground and still do all the time around this, my health and just really tune in and do the things that like I knew were best for me. And of course, you know, also just really just trusting myself and not doing things that like I, I didn't think were gonna be supportive for my body. Hello Tribe, I'm so excited to tell you about a potion that I've been using for a few years now called Monk Oil. Monk Oil makes beautiful skin potions that were created to help people navigate the modern life. Monk Oil is the real deal magic potion applied to the skin to make the body and the mind connected. You know, there's one of my favorite monk oils that I love the most is the monk oil that has the Palo Santo in it. Because when you're dealing with life and all of the different energies that you're picking up in day to day, putting on the Palo Santo oil protects your energy field, protects your body from negative energies and influences from the world. And monk oil makes all types of other oils. And there are all types of amazing skin potions. There are four types of city skin potions, each with a specific intention and effect. The potions speak to different parts of us and work on levels of our body, soul, and spirit. The original Monk Oil City skin potion is the first potion. It was created out of a desire to bring us back to the feeling of nurturing and protection that we feel when surrounded by the natural world. Like when you're in the redwood forest and you feel totally grounded and you say to yourself, why don't I just live here and feel this energy all the time? Or you're living a technologically driven modern world and you want to bring a little bit of that nature and connection with you everywhere you go. 
the original Munkle can help to bridge that gap and bring some space and grounding in your day to day. The ingredients and the intention in monk oil is what I love the most. It is so powerful when you see this beautiful crystal sitting in the bottle that has been charged and readied for your oil. Every bottle is powered with energy that allows your body to heal and cleanse and empower and move energies in ways so that you can live your best life. I've been using monk oil and I have to tell you, like I travel all over the world with monk oil and I show it to all my friends all over the world and they're just blown away on how it makes them feel. And it's so powerful because you can just put it on and all of a sudden you feel at peace. You feel a little bit of nature in the space of where you are and you feel that protection. And that's what I love about it the most. Monk Oil's original city skin potion is both a nurturing companion and a protective sheath. And you can use it in so many ways. Slather it all over your body, keep some in your bag, or use it in a ritual. All of the potions are made using ethical source organic base oils and essential oils. Every potion has a flower essence that is in working healing capacity for your body and for your mind and for balancing your life force and a crystal to further activate the potion. Now that is something. When do you get to put on an oil on your body that has that much power? It's so amazing. And I'm so happy to say the monk oil was conjured with the love and intention of full moons and new moons and solstices and equinox. So it's magic in a bottle. And I would like for you to try monk oil and experience it. And if you live outside of the U.S., check out Raw Living UK online. I'm so excited to share this with the tribe because it is lit verified. And you know what? You know, I would never share anything with you unless it was lit verified. Monk Oil is excited to offer 25% off discount on their trios of three different potions with the offer code of Trios Shaman Durek. That's T-R-I-O-S-H-A-M-A-N-D-U-R-K for those in the U.S. at www.monkoil.com. I'm so happy, Tribe. This is Lit Verified. Love you. Right. And you see, and this is the point that I want to go into with you is because the act of healing is a sacred journey of both self-preservation, protection, and understanding. Right. So that means like, imagine you have this child who's sick and you have all these people saying, Hey, I can help your child. I can help your child. You have to be at the door or the helm of that experience in the most sacred and reverent way, because you can't just let any single person come in and start doing stuff on your child because that child can then die. So you have to become, um, you have to take it into what we call sacred consideration. And realize and see what and what I and what I what I see in the world and what I hear you saying is, is that we have been blindsided by in society we have created a structure of trust that should not be given so freely when it comes to life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 
I think people are handing over their lives, doctors, and to you know other people that versus having versus taking a moment, getting quiet, asking me, asking myself, what what is the best thing for me to do in this moment, and like really listening, and and maybe not the easy way the seeming easy way of like going to do what the teacher says, like it might feel really scary to do something that's non-conventional. But the truth is, is most of the time, like that's the way that's going to take you on a healing journey, a deep healing journey. Beautifully said. I, I want to go into uh, the moment you found out about the tumor. I want to go into. Yeah. Uh, I want to go into that space if we can. Is that okay with you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to go into that space, and I want to go into the space of the fear that presented itself mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. What did that feel like? Well, I'll tell you how it happened. I was doing um, um, a genogram for my master's degree. So basically that involved me interviewing all of my family members that are still alive. So I was interviewing my grandmother and she I was asking her about, you know, her her mother and how her mother passed and just getting, you know, information and she said, "Oh, well, she passed away from ovarian cancer." And immediately I remember I was sitting on my bed in Venice and it just I literally on the bed because I had felt something going on in my body for months and I immediately said oh my gosh she you know she passed away ovarian cancer of course the fear just set in and then when we got off the phone you know I was like I need to get this checked like this thing is you know very clearly in my body it's bulging like a whole thing Um, but I didn't really know what to do, to be honest with you. I was just like, uh, and I was going home to see my family in Alabama like a week later. So I went to a doctor there, which, you know, that was part of my journey. Right. So I went to this oncologist or sorry, this GYN there. And when we got the results, he said it was a borderline tumor, which basically means it's not benign. It's not malignant. So they, my parents we're literally freaking out. My brother's a doctor, like I said. He got a hold of it. It, I, it immediately went into like total fear state. You need to go to an oncologist in another city that my brother recommended and then see him. And then that doctor oncologist recommended me to an oncologist in LA. And it just began this like whole domino effect of like fear, fear, fear. So, I mean, I saw my family just get so worked up, which then of course I, you know, was buying into their fear and took on their fear and that was my fear and uh, uh. but for luckily again, I had USM. That was my community. I was doing that work. I knew there was more going on underneath this. So I was like, okay, I hear you guys. And what's, what's causing this? Like looking at my lifestyle, which was not serving me at the time ways. And my brother, who I don't have a great relationship with, was very willing to support me, was you know, calling in to the oncologist in LA, wanting to be involved, da, 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 which was surprising and actually felt really good. 
as you know, that relationship hasn't always been great. And then I just got clear that this decision for me to have the surgery, remove my ovary, maybe freeze my eggs, like all the things that were just like happening so quickly, just that was not the right path for me. My brother like fell off the radar. My mom was like not supporting you. You know, my dad was like, eh, maybe he was actually the most supportive, but kind of a little confused. But again, I just knew that I had to do something different. This whole kind of just the fear, the the heightened anxiety. And I honestly just, it felt like an old pattern for me to fall into that again with my family. I just couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I'm done. This doesn't work. So that's when I went to the Optimum Health Institute. I just, and I have to tell you, when I entered the gates of the Optimum Health Institute, everything fell into place. Like I didn't even know how I was going to, you know, I was working at the time. I didn't know how I was going to take off more time of work. I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. Literally without going into the whole story, it was crazy. I ended up getting a scholarship in like four days. I ended up like all these things, you know, we know when things are aligned, it just comes together. And that yep. place has literally been, I call it the the golden, wait, the golden kingdom, something like, it's just one of those places where it's like, I go there and I just feel empowered again. And I feel like God is literally guiding me to just stay in that vibration. Mm-hmm. But just to, you know, that's, that, that was my experience for them for, you know, in a nutshell, it was, I mean, I'm just tensed up just thinking about it. It was so much, so much fear. Well, I mean, it sounds like a fear water slide, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, and, and I think that, and the reason why I'm asking you about this is because uh, there's a lot of people who have fear. And yeah. what, and I think that one of the biggest mistakes we make as as a species is that we react without without information. So we go yeah. into fear without the idea of the information that would actually be able to make it so we don't have fear, right? Yeah. And so when you have your structure, your tribal structure, which is your core structure, which is your family, and all yeah. of them are going into fear, they're actually making you sicker. And yeah. causing more stress for you and more anxiety for you because they're not holding space for your healing and transformation and your, and your empowerment to rise out of these uh, predicaments. And, um, yeah. and I want to get your thought about that. Like, how did you feel about your family when they were going through fear? Did you feel alone? Did you feel like, what was the thing that was going through? Share with us. Oh yeah, I felt so alone. I mean, it was a very isolating time for me. I mean, I still have a lot of resentment, you know, towards, and that's my own work, you know, to do. And I'm doing that. Let's but change it's just, your word, it was work a to real love. work to love. Yeah. My yeah, work to love. Yeah. 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 I'm going to love on. Yeah. I, I, I am going to, that is my love to do, you know, and, and to, But it was very isolating. I remember driving to the Optimum Health Institute, just like feeling very, you know, just on my own. Like, I don't know if I have the support of 
of anyone besides my community at the University of Santa Monica, which for me at the time was really all I needed. But it was also really isolating because it was a huge, it was a massive lifestyle change. I mean, my lifestyle before this was like, I lived in Aspen and I was like, you know, I'm from the South. Like I was a very social party girl. Like, you know, that was kind of my identity. You know, I worked in the fashion industry. I was like, so I literally was making a choice to like shift in that moment. Like, okay, if I make this choice to go detoxify my body, you know, drink 16 ounces of wheatgrass a day, you know, do the, do the juicing, do the colonics, do, I mean, I'm like cleansing out my body and starting anew. And I remember it was like the same weekend as like this huge event that was happening in Aspen that I used to go to every year. All my friends were there and I literally just sat in my room. I mean, I was crying. I would journal, I would do my practices, but it was a moment where I just had to let that, you know, I just had to grieve that time of my life and really move into this new time and this new and transition into this new part of myself. Yeah. And this, and so that was, that was hard. You know, I will tell you, Shamander, you know, this has come up again recently, my health thing. And I'm sharing this because I want to be fully transparent with people. It's something I, that I continue to navigate and, and, and see my family and how they respond and how I've grown and how I can stand in my power, but still go into the field and still feel like, well, if I do it one way, are they going to love me more? Or am I going to be approved of more? So it's just such a journey of me, like just continuing to practice loving myself, honoring myself, trusting myself. And like you said before, which I really love is like utilizing all the resources that we have access to and not just making it one way or the highway. Like there are so many things that can support with our healing. And so just being open and also truthful to what's, what's, you know, what's going to work for me. Right. I want to go into that, uh, because, you know, I'm, and I, I, and I'm really happy and feel so much love for you, um, for your willingness to be transparent and to share. And I think that's really important for our growth here on earth. I want to go back into, um, you were saying I was, you know, the community was there and they were supporting me. Right. And I want to kind of reflect into that a little bit because, you know, there's someone right now who's in the tribe, who's listening, who's going through similar things right now. And they're taking a lot from what you're saying. And I want to reflect into this one um, area. So you're saying like, you know, my community was there to support me. My family wasn't there to support me. But in truth, Mm -hmm. your community can only hold you as much as you hold you. And, And so in shamanism, we always say like, the tribe can only support you as much as you're willing to allow support and, and, and vice versa. So the idea was you were actually holding you. I want to go into yeah. your strength. What was the strength that pulled you into yourself, inward, not outward, but inward, that gave mm-hmm. you the conviction to be able to create that community that re- was reflective of what you were doing internally? What was the shift? 
I know I'm intense. I mean, there's a few me. things. I know. No, no, no. I love this because this is where I go. <laughs> this is where I go. On, you know, when it's quiet and no one, I'm not, you know, when I can actually go within and, and think about these things. Because, yeah, I mean, it, I would say the courage. I mean, I always acknowledge myself or I have in the last six years, just really acknowledge myself for the courage that I cultivated during those times. Like I just, I just had it. I mean, I am, I'm all intuitive, but like when I really allow myself to, you know, cultivate my intuition and accept how intuitive I am and listen, then I see, you know, these opportunities to do things differently and know how much they're going to support the evolution of mm-hmm. my consciousness. And so it was right. the courage to listen to that, you know, and the clarity that I had and the intention, I would say the intention, you know, I remember before any of this happened, I would run on the beach in Venice. That's where I lived for eight years and just say, I want to be, you know, I want to have the courage to be an inspiration and to, you know, create, you know, greatness in the world. And like, that was just something that I really felt was part of, you know, why I came here. But then when it actually, you know, when the rubber hits the road, it's like, okay, now here's an opportunity to make a shift. So are you ready to make the shift? So then having the courage and the strength and also the tenacity, I feel like the tenacity to like, continue showing up for myself every single day. I mean, you know, when you're four months at a holistic healing center is intense. You know, that's a lot of, and I was a missionary for three of those months. So I was serving, you know, it was a work exchange, but like just showing up, drinking 16 ounces a week. Love exchange. Love exchange. Absolutely. Love exchange. Thank you. You know, just doing the things to like heal just take tenacity because it's like, there's so many times when I'm like, ah, I just want to like kind of go back to what I was doing. It was so much easier that way, but showing up for myself and just continuing day after day. I mean, that takes massive tenacity intention and just real vision of like, what, you know, where is this leading me to, you know, what is the bigger picture here? And just really following through with that and owning that. So do you feel, and, uh, you know, cause I'm, I'm looking at it from, um, from many different angles. Do you feel that the understanding of where you were in your family, which we call in a lot of people will say the black sheep or yeah. the rebel of the family, right? Which in shamanism, we call the, the healer of the discord within your ancestral bloodline. Right. Mm-hmm. So do you feel that your rebellion within your family from the viewpoints that they had that were contrary to your own was an aspect of giving you the strength to rebel again, again, to, to the point of surrender and not surrender from the point of I'm surrendering and giving myself to the source, but surrender to the point of I'm surrendering because I can't take this burden on anymore and I'm buckling under pressure. Do you feel that the rebellion that you had from your family 
carried over to the rebellion you, you had for giving up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that uh, breath. That breath has power. It's lit. That breath is lit. This is <sighs> coming through you right now. Powerful yes. things coming through you. I can feel the spirits moving around you. Yes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that that alien. So funny. I just bought my daughter this book about rebellious women in history. And I, it was for her birthday on Saturday. And my dad was laughing, you know, because I told him the title and he was like, oh, of course you bought her that book, you little rebel. But it's just like, it has been that <laughs> I archetype. I love that. That's awesome. You know, awesome. the archetype that I've really carried for so many years in my family. I mean, even doing this event in the South, Attune, is somewhat of a, you know, a stepping out for me, a real, real owning of like, okay, we are bringing this to a part of the world that isn't necessarily talking about these things yet to the degree they are in other places. So there is that rebellion piece that absolutely shows up. And, and for me, I think it's been a, for me, it's been healing the, like the charge you know, that I have on the rebellious part of me, like, and being more neutral around it. Like, okay, great. I am the black sheep or I am the rebellious person or I am unique in in my own right. That being okay. And letting that like be okay as part of our family dynamic versus judging it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Oh, I mean, do you you hear me? I said, we're going to church right now. We're going to church. Right, yeah. the real church, yeah. right, the church of truth, and and I think that you know, as they say, the truth will set you free. There is a, there is a, you know, I love a lot of the different things that come from different people's um, um, observation of creation and sourcing God, and for me, you know, when I hear you speak, I hear such a a, a resonant tone because, like, for me, when people say I don't resonate with that, I basically say you obviously do because that's why you notice mm. it because you're looking at it or you're acknowledging it, but the resonant tone is the tone of truth that is coming through your every word that you're speaking mm-hmm. right now, which is so powerful Thank and you. so necessary because people need to see that. You know, I always tell people, and I've gone through a lot of pain in my own childhood, my own, my own rebellion stage. But what I always say is like, even from the things that people may say against you or about you, we have to have compassion for them. Yeah. We have to have compassion for the blind, compassion for those who, who have deaf ears, compassion for those who are afraid to see and look and understand and proclaim to you to be evil, dark, or sinister, or against whatever they believe is righteous in their indignation of what they've been taught through their system or what they have been told. We have to be compassionate to them. We have to give compassion to your family for their inability to see that you are the pioneering energy that was brought forth from heaven into embodiment, into that bloodline to create a new course for the future generations. Woo! Yeah, I feel that. Right? Absolutely. And so there's this great reverence there that goes beyond any schooling you've ever gone to. Because all schooling and stuff is doing is giving us tools and instruction to be able to utilize those tools in a space in which we'll take for ourselves. We we could go to school all day long and you don't take any space for yourself. You ain't getting nothing, right? 
Right. So, Absolutely. So the so, so the core the core energy of 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 self is not within the school you went to or the degree that you got. It was through the experience that you ascertained through the choices you made based on those experiences. That's where I'm listening to the power that's coming through you. Because it wasn't, you know, you were you you keep you keep mention, you keep reflecting back on your school. But what I want to do is reflect away from your school and reflect upon you, because yeah. you are the one who's bringing forth the the, the the choice driven point, right? Like I I see people go to Harvard, Oxford, this school, that school, Santa Monica School of Psychology, whatever it is they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Okay, even people who will train with me and study shamanism, and I look at them. And I watch someone and one student will say to me, you know, I just don't feel like I'm getting it. I'm not getting the symbols, the techniques, the way I access the words and the breaths and the movements and accessing these, these, these deep powers. But then you have this other student who's like doing it all. And I say to them, you see the student who's doing it all? This student is just following rules. They're not doing anything mm. because they're not willing to experience the magic that is hidden uh, inside of each of these things that I'm giving you instruction upon. Yeah. See, so it's not the school. You were ready. You were the school is just a, a space for you in which to play and experience. The own experience that it comes down to is your choice, and that's really? what I'm no. really wanting to bring forth in our conversation today in the, in our tribal share because the choice is what has made you your choice. Yeah. So I want to go into that. I want to go into. Why do you feel some people make a choice to buckle and and give up and like go and fall into whatever sheep mentality is required for them to be able to listen to indoctrinations of the system and basically eventually end up perishing because the system is not using all resources? What is the choice for someone to say no? I'm not going to do that. I'm actually going to go into the into the realm of the unknown and, and find my true power. What do you feel about that from those two points of view? I mean, I feel that a lot of the reason people choose one thing, which can be, since we're talking about it, Western or allopathic medicine, is because they don't have the education, you know, or the resources. Seem, you know, or they don't know have access. You know, they are. That's why I created Living Holy to educate educate people, you know, and to support people and getting more awareness around their options. Um, of course, I think the choice is very fear-based as well, but they do have the options, you know, in the heat of the moment when they've been told some diagnosis and this is what you need to do. And I've been there. So, you know, I get that fear and the peer pressure, you know, the things that sh- people that show up and tell you you should do it this way or this is going to happen. And so I think that plays into it heavily as well. And, you know, I think our society is also so disconnected from like what's important. Yeah, okay, now we're getting there. Say, That's what I'm waiting yeah. for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <My> mom, <laughs> I was like, okay, first part, sugar yeah. coat, sugar coat, yeah. sugar coat. No, I remember, Here it comes. Yeah, my mom saying, who has time to take three weeks to go to the Optimum Health Institute to detoxify for 21 days. Like that's their program, 21 days. Who has three weeks to do that, Jenny? And I'm like, well, who doesn't have three weeks? I mean, I get that we're in a society where it's all about work and it's all about this and 
your commitments and responsibilities, but it's either going to be on the front end or it's going to be on the back end. Make a choice. So it's like, you know, you're Mm. either going to do it on the front end and start to heal your body, or you're going to do the thing that you, someone, you know, kind of talks you into doing, and then you're, you're going to have to end up being out from the surgery or from the chemo or from the radiation or from the this or from the that. Like it's all, you know, the same thing. It's just, so, but I do think that we just have our, there's like priorities that are just not in the right. I mean, I don't call it right. It's just like our priorities are out of order. You know, it's like, we need to prioritize our health. We need to prioritize taking care of ourselves and eating good food and doing meditation and, and like going on retreats and doing the things that support us and unplugging and kind of getting out of that fight or flight because that is not serving us. That is killing us. Mm. And I can speak. Just pause in that. I want to pause in that. Um, That beautiful wisdom that's pouring out of your being right now is just so awe-inspiring and so nourishing to the soul. The, The quality of the words, and I want to go back to the statement that you made, and we want to pause into that, which is you're either doing it on the front end or you're doing it on the back end. I just want you to go into that. I want to pause into that for a second. Let's just take a deep breath. So everyone in the tribe can just take a deep breath on those powerful words you just said. Okay. Because those aren't words we want to throw so quickly to the wind. As we say in shamanism, some words are meant to be stilled Mm. for power is generated from those words to waken many. And these uh, words that you have that you have brought forth are exactly as that the words that need to be stilled. And so I want you to say that again so the tribe can hear you. You're either going to do it on the front end, or you're going to do it on the back end. It's, and speak into that for us. So, I mean, there's so many layers to this one for me. You know, in the heat of the moment. In a diagnosis, when you have to make a choice in that moment, of course, give yourself the space to sit with it all and then decide what is, what are my priorities? And and I want to take care of myself and I'm going to do it either now or I'm going to do it later. So if I want to heal, let's do it now instead of having to do it later. And that looks like, you know, detoxifying, doing the things that support your mind, your body to come back to a neutral state, to a healing space versus having the chemo, having the radiation, going that route. It's like trying to fix the issue and then having to be out in bed, recovering after the fact. But I also think, Shaman, that this, this relates to a day-to-day practice. It's self-care every single day. You know, it's like doing it now versus doing it later. Like I woke up this morning at 4 a.m. and did my meditation, a whole nother conversation, but it was a very specific one. 
But I do that every morning to take care of myself, to support the long term of my, you know, the longevity of my body and my mind. And whether that's meditation or getting into nature or the food I eat or all the things that we do on the front end to support ourselves. Mm. That is self-care. That is the care that we need to focus on versus quote unquote health care, which is like, you know, in my opinion, not working. So really doing it now, taking care of ourselves now. So would you go as far to say that you are a leader in building front enders? Yeah. I mean, that's what our, my intention is with the events that we do, the experiences we offer and supporting people with tools to make those choices. Do you mean your attention is on that? Yeah, my attention is on that. Because, you know, intention is born out of attention. Right. Right? Because like that, you know, that which we, we, we are devoted to is that which actually becomes an attended force in the universe once our devotion is made clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to uh, go into uh, <laughs> talking about this amazing... I mean, we could talk, you and I could talk forever. And of yeah. course, I'm. <laughs> There's so many elements to this. It's so good. Thank you for letting me be raw. It feels, I do feel that. I feel such permission. Yeah, that's what, you know, it's, it's so funny because like people will say, well, why should I, there's so many podcasts out there. Why should I go to ancient wisdom? I said, well, you don't have to go to ancient wisdom, but if you do, you're going to come to a place where truth is spoken. Yeah. And we, because the, the, because the thing is band-aid, sugarcoating, tippy-toeing, all that stuff doesn't get a revolution to make change for a planet to steer in the direction of the light. That's right. It just doesn't. Right. And so I'd rather hear people's real honest truth about the like of what it is because that is the stories that that you tell by the campfires those are the stories that you tell in the tribe that strengthens each tribal member to look at each other and say I understand sister I understand brother what must be done you see it's not the ones who come into the tribal circle and share and then sugarcoat the whole entire thing and the tribe's like this doesn't bring fire to my soul right. I don't feel the passion the fire, the the um, the gut, you know, the, my dad used to always say, you either got gumption or you have no gumption. Mm. It doesn't bring the gumption to you. Um, and I think that I think so many times when I see in the in the world of uh, you know, uh, wellness and spirituality and all of these things that I see when I'm traveling and and doing things, what I miss and what I what I want to see more of is the gumption in healers, in leaders, in teachers, in speaking and in, in sharing, be it on stage or in a workshop or whatever. I want to see the gumption because that's what the tribe needs right now. We need to learn how to co-adapt, how to thrive and how to make it through this dark time. And we're not going to make it through the dark time if we don't have the provisions that we need from people like you and me and all the amazing people that you've gathered, You know, especially in your amazing... Um, circle that you've created for transformational healing and and really uh, coming into what it means, self-actualization. So I want to talk about the self-actualization retreat that you created yeah. for everyone on the planet. Uh, so can we, can we go in this? Let's talk about, let's talk a tune. 
Yeah. So with the tune, it's just, it's something that we're doing every single day moment. We're tuning in and that is the practice. So that's why I was called to name this a tune. I really want to invite people into an, an immersive experience to connect with these highly, you know, experienced and luminous beings that we've curated and called in to lead this four-day weekend with us. I mean, we've got, you know, Shaman Dorit, Gabby Bernstein, Elizabeth Gilbert, Joe Dispenza, Light Watkins, John Wineland. I mean, the list just goes on and on. I, I'm floored and on, honestly humbled by all the yeses that we've gotten, which tells me that this is something that they're feeling called to do as well. So it's really an opportunity for people to unplug from the day-to-day, come into nature at this beautiful location, and just cultivate the tools that we really all have within us, but have gotten kind of turned down a little bit over the years or through the modern world that we're living in. So, I mean, it is a real experience. It's going to be immersive. You know, for me, the wellness event piece, you know, is something that we can categorize it as, but it's really an immersive healing experience. I mean, I really feel the container that we've created already and just see the transformation that's possible for people that come to this event. Absolutely. I mean, I felt called to it immediately. Yeah. Like the moment you the moment you brought it to my attention. Yeah. My ancestors came and spoke to me the night that night. I was in the uh, ancestral meditation. My grandmother walked in, my uncle walked in, my dad walked in, and they were like, You need to go there. Yeah. So that it was a no-brainer. Wow. So I Oh, wow, wow. Thank you for saying that. Because one of my friends who's a teacher who will be there as well. He said, you might know him, Aka Jackson, amazing man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's playing with Icona, it's his band and his wife, and they're awesome. And he said to me, Jenny, you know, this was a soul calling for you to bring this to the South. And this is a calling for every person that said yes. All the presenters that said yes. Like we're all doing this, creating this together to bring this experience to this location to elevate the collective consciousness. And I mean, that to me is so powerful because it's just, it's so much more than a wellness event. It's something that I truly believe based on what's happening in the South. I mean, let's face it, what was happening a few months ago with like different, you know, the women's rights laws in Alabama and in Georgia, there was some, you know, upheaval. And people even asked me, are you going to move the location? I can't believe you're going to do an event in Georgia based on these things. And I said, you know, I really sat with it. But the point is, is we're going there to be the light. We're going there to raise the vibration. And people are coming in from all over the world to be a part of this experience. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, I I just want to say I'm very honored to hear your wisdom shared. Um, very honored for you, the, the way that you have uh, chosen to open up and allow your litness to shine through. And I'm so happy that you're a part of the Liddy Committee that is here to bring light, intelligent conversations to the planet. 
that is ready to shift and lift us to higher possibilities within ourselves to be the leaders that we were born to be. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank I'm really you. Thank you so by you. much. Thank you. And I just want to say one thing to everyone that's listening. You know, this is, a, you know, when I chose to do a tune, I went, I began my own journey of attuning, right? So from the, for the last two years, specifically in the last, I would say nine months, all, all the things have shown up for me. <laughs> the things that I thought, oh, I've resolved those things. Like when we make these choices, you know, then the healing also shows up for us. You know, I'm, this isn't just an event that I'm creating. I feel like I have been taken to my knees time after time, even in this moment, you know, like I will have my experiences today of like, should I really be doing this? The fear shows up, the doubt shows up, you know, whatever the, the unresolved piece to work with for this event to happen is showing up. Like it has been such a journey. And even when I was in the South last week, you know, there's a fear around bringing this to the South because like this is somewhat new information for these people. So not everyone's really ready for it, you know, and they might think it's a little woo woo or, you know, there's still cultural things happening there that I feel like in a past life, I may have been burned at the stakes for doing something like this. You know, it's like, there is like a real it does take courage to make choices and to, to lead in this way. And I just share that because, you know, we're all called to do such big things. And I just encourage you to just keep going and to keep saying yes and to keep tuning in and just take one step at a time and be, be that light and be the leader that you're to be. Mm. And, you know, I want to say, Tribe, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we put our money to. We put our money, some people put their money to alcohol on the weekends to blow off steam. Other put their money into different things, uh, investments and things they want to do. But I think the most place we should put our money is not to give it back to the system that made you uh, work for it. And I'm going to use the word work for it because that's how the system wants you to be in work mode so that you can make money so it can take money is to put the money into you. So I always say when you make money, invest back in you or invest into another person so that you can grow and begin to prosper and be abundant. And so a great way to invest back into you is investing into you at being attuned. So I can give you a hug and you can sit down with me in the, the trees and we can practice all kinds of fun shamanic things together and really just take it to the next level for the year that's coming. Because the year that's coming is requiring you to be engaged. This is the year of engagement, right? And so this is the year of observing. The next year is the year of engagement. And this is what it's about. So I just want to thank you again uh, I really want to thank you again, my love. Uh, I love you so much, Jenny. And I love you. I'm so happy to see you, you too, baby. So, yeah. and, I, and I'm I'll excited see you for you to meet soon. my girlfriend. Yeah, and I'm excited for you to meet my girlfriend one day too. You have to have her. I, I said, oh, I said, well, honey, maybe next time she'll have you come and speak and, and show your, do what you do. But uh, uh, you would definitely love her. You're going to love her. She's amazing. She's like, think of me in a woman's body with lots of power. Um, <laughs> Wow. Very, I very will powerful. love her. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> she just cuts right through it. No nonsense. Um, okay, That's awesome. So... I love this. <laughs> Thank I, you I, for I, really I... supporting me with that. Just cutting through the bullshit. Because you have... 
you really helped me just get right to it, which is such oh, a, a practice. I, I'm, I'm here to hold space for mm. you, my love, for all, for all human beings, too, yeah. especially for women, to hold space for women, because you already have the knowledge and wisdom. We just need to hold space for you to get it out and be ch- comfortable to mm. be as truthful as possible about it. So thank you so much for choosing mm. to be a woman. And thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and wisdom with the tribe today. Uh, so we're just going to um, say, tribe, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. Okay, tribe. So look, the call of action is this, right? It's about putting energy into you so that you can pour into another vessel, right? It's not about putting energy into material things because those things will perish. Those things are temporal. Putting energy into you, which is an eternal being who's here in this embodiment, in your biological spacesuit, here to experience Earth and bring leadership so you can leave legacy. So being a part of a tune is a very important thing. Come out, spend time with me, laugh with me. You know, let's let's meditate together. Let's hug. Let's 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 be in in a space of welcoming for all of the teachings and healings that we're, we're, we're here to receive at this time. So come join us. It's going to be amazing. And uh, you can find out more information by going to my Instagram. Uh, if you click on my linkster, you'll see you scroll down, it, it leads you right to it. And you can look it up and you know, there's going to be a lot of great people there who are just going to inspire and delight you. And that's really what it's about, being inspired and delighted. And so if you want to follow uh, what else I'm doing, you can go to shamanduric.com, sign up on my newsletter. You can also check out the shaman school if you want to upgrade your abilities. And remember, there's no one like you in the whole entire world. That means what? That means that your wisdom, your knowledge, your grace, we're waiting to hold space for you to be the leader that you've come to be so that you can bring your knowledge and wisdom to the tribe. And it's important. We all need each other. So until next time, I'll see you later, alligator. Bye.